it's another day in real estate with Mitty Matthews from the Arbor Move team. And as always, our very own Clayton Kendrick from Academy Mortgage. We're more than realtors. We're more than mortgage pros. We are your guides, your teachers, and your cheerleaders on this journey of home buying. Welcome to the podcast where we will help you fall in love with the process of buying or selling a home. Always bringing you helpful information along with some fun and tragic stories from the real estate trenches. Remember to subscribe to our channel for the weekly Bite of real estate. Good afternoon, Clayton. How you doing? Doing all right, Mitty. Yourself? I'm great. Hey, let's get started here on this uh, our very first podcast, where we are going to be uh, covering home buying 101, basic, basic stuff. Just kind of an overview. Nothing uh, overly uh, extensive. Something that everybody can understand. Um, to start out, uh, let's just go over the current housing climate in Ann Arbor. You know, we're looking at January 2021 and we have very low inventory, meaning there's nothing out there to purchase or when it does come on the market, it goes very quickly. We are just over one month of inventory out there, meaning um, if nothing else came on the market, that would be, we'd be at zero. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty low, pretty low inventory. So what's happening right now is we are in a seller's market, which means the sellers are doing pretty well. Um, and the buyers are having a little bit of a rough time purchasing. Usually we're looking at, um, multiple, multiple offers on, on everything that's out there or that's at least hit the market. And that looks good to most buyers on your average, your average price point. So Clayton, why don't you hit us with a, with a quick, um, interest rate recap for right now. What's going on out there? Sure, absolutely. So it's things are still very low right now, Mitty. Um, everyone wants to know what the 30-year mortgage interest rates are at. Um, realistically, they're still sub 3%. So whether you're buying or looking for a refinance, um, it's it's cheap money right now. That's for sure. That's so good. It's excellent conditions. That's good news, especially when there's nothing to purchase, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> Fun. Oh, there's not nothing. It's just uh, you've got to kind of be on the ball and make sure that you're ready to jump and uh, watch the watch the houses come on the market every single day. Make sure you don't miss one that looks right for you. So today, like I said, we are going to do um, home buying one hundred and one. So let's start with like a timeline, Clayton. Um, let's say you're thinking about buying a house in twenty twenty one. What what would be the first thing that you would want to look into? Well, I, I'd say the first thing that you want to look into is obviously you're going to give media a call, right, and uh, just kind of get. A general introduction to your real estate agent. Um, and then the next step is to get pre-approved. Um, the idea is we're going to take a look at credit, income, assets, um, those sorts of things, and make sure that um, that you are truly ready to go and that if you see a home, that you can you can pull, pull the trigger. Hey, Clayton, um, what would be the first questions you would ask somebody who gave you a call? Um, first time home buyer sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, I'm, I'm going to ask them what they're looking for in a house, what sort of price range that they're looking in, um, area, what that's going to do is give me a, a pretty good idea of what their budget's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's what I'm going to be asking them uh, about as well is, um, how much they want to be spending on a monthly basis. And that can, that can help me ballpark what, you know, what price range of homes they're going to be looking in. Fantastic. Let's go over a quick, uh, timeline. Like what, what would you say? I guess maybe I could answer some of this. What would be the biggest, um, let's say we're ready to pull the trigger right now. We really want to buy. Um, how far out is it going to be before we're actually closing on a house, do you think? So 
realistically, if you're calling me today and you're saying, uh-huh. hey, we want to buy a house, first-time home buyers, we haven't done this before, um, the expectation would be that really very quickly we can get you pre-approved. Um, we do want to see all the documentation, so that's where um, things can trip people up. Um, so you can have your, your pay stubs, W-2s, tax returns if needed, uh, bank statements, things like that. Get all that documentation ready um, so that when I'm taking a look at your credit, you've got all your income ready to go and you've got a pre-approval right away. Perfect. Um, when you're talking about right away, are we talking about two hours, three days? What are we looking at? Uh, I would say a day or two okay. is, is when you're, yeah, Good. We're, we're ready. That's nice to know. Um, that doesn't take a long time at all. Nope. Very quick. So I would guess that on my end, let's say we've got a pre-approval, you know what you're, you're lending and you're ready to go and you know what, what your time, your price point looks like in the house. Um, I would assume that people have been kind of browsing the market already. Let's say we find something in two weeks that my clients want to buy. Sure. What's the closing deadline on that? What do you th- how many weeks out from that putting in an offer, say, is that going to? Uh, generally speaking, three to four weeks. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. So let's say if everything went smoothly, you could be closing on your house in six weeks. Oh, absolutely. From the first minute they called you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's completely doable, isn't it? It is. And it's, it's pretty easy. And obviously we're all leveraging technology now so that this is a much more automated process. Right. Uh, you don't have to obviously, particularly in the current environment, you don't have to come to the office and sign documents and, and drop off paperwork. We're going to uh, have you scan those documents over. Most of the signatures we're doing is electronic anyway. So we can really speed things along for you and, and get you a new set of keys quickly. That's awesome. Okay. So let's, uh, let's zoom ahead to the moment when we put in an offer on a house and the house has been the offer's been accepted. Okay. You know, that, that seems pretty simple, but it's a little harder than that. Sure. <laughs> Let's say that, you know, your F- future podcast, f- there. future podcast coming up on that one. Um, so we've got an offer accepted. Um, what's the next steps of the process? Sure. Absolutely. So what we're going to do is I'm going to review the, uh, the purchase agreement with the client. Um, we're going to get all the numbers together so they know exactly what they're looking at. Um, documents go out for signatures to the client and appraisal is ordered immediately. Um, obviously you're going to be having an inspection as well. Um, and then while we're waiting for that appraisal to come back, we're kind of doing everything behind the scenes. Uh, we're process, you know, the, the loan's being processed. It's, it's sent to an underwriter to review all the documents. Um, anything else that we might need from the client, we're going to get them at that period of time so that once that appraisal comes back, we've got kind of this nice, neat package for the underwriter to say, Everything's good to go, clear to close, and then you're sitting at a table. That's great. I've seen uh, some lenders wait until the inspection is over with to do the appraisal or send an appraiser out, which always um, sort of pushes our timeline back a bit. And it's it's a little discerning to me. I like to see those happening on t- at tandem in tandem. So you've got the appraisal and your inspection at once. Let's do a quick overview on the difference between the appraisal and the inspection. Sure. Yeah. So I would tell you that I think that the inspection is the inspection is more for the client. Right. They want to make sure that the that the house is structurally sound, um, that there's nothing that's going to kind of pop up in a year or two of home ownership. I mean, we all know that there are certain joys of home ownership that we that we get to take care of. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the inspection is making sure that you're getting a, a you're getting what you pay for. You're getting a, a good home. Um, the appraisal, while it is to make sure that the uh, that what you're investing in is obviously worth it. That's more for the lender. 
uh, we want to make sure that if we're lending a specific amount of money to you, that um, what we're lending on is is absolutely worth it. So you want to make sure that you're not lending five hundred thousand dollars on a three hundred thousand dollar house. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. All right. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, gosh, let's let's zoom ahead to closing day. Let's say typically you've got your 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 appraisal and your inspections done within the first two weeks. Uh, this is the point at which my clients are like, what's next? And at that point, you know, everything kind of goes into this, this underwriting and, and there's nothing <laughs> to do. And everybody's standing around like, did I buy a house? That's, that's what right. What is happening that's, here? That's the, we like to call it the hurry up and wait yeah. time frame where um, the, the client, the agent, most people aren't really involved in this at all, except for processing and underwriting. Right. Uh, where the people behind the scenes at, um, at the at the lending office, that's where they're kind of doing all the work. They're getting the title work taken care of, making sure that you've got your insurance all set up. Um, um, underwriters are, are, again, checking all your documentation, making sure that everything adds up to um, to what we want it to. And, um, yeah, it can, it, you basically hurry up and wait, where the client, everyone else is just kind of waiting for us to do our thing, and then we're, uh, we're giving them the good news, and they get to close. I get a lot of people um, and emails during this time saying, Hey, Mitty, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, your guess is as good as mine. It's an underwriting. Those guys are very secretive. Well, that's, that's right. <laughs> and that's, you know, that's where, where we want to make sure that we're doing a really good job of, of um, setting the expectations with right. the client. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of work that we do up front. We always do a, a true pre-approval, uh, meaning we're going to collect all that documentation. Um, at first, maybe we're going to need some updated pay stubs or bank statements along the way. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's we're going to kind of front load all the work. And then right at the end, we might need, we're going to get the appraisal back. Maybe we, again, we need an, an updated document or two. Uh, it's that middle period of time where it's important to, to keep in contact with your client, uh, you know, reassure them that the, the job is being done. They just aren't, they just don't owe us anything at that period of time. This is the point in time, Clayton, I get nervous that somebody's going to go out and buy a car. <laughs> you, you, you and me both. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's really important for, uh, both you as a realtor, as a lender, everyone involved to make sure that the client knows what the expectations are. Um, you know, don't go buy a new car. I, I used to make a joke that, Hey, don't, don't go buy a new Lamborghini or don't go to Vegas. I had a client buy a Honda and say, well, you said, don't buy a Lamborghini. Oh no. Yeah. That, that actually happened. Um, so yeah, you just need to make sure the clients know that no, they can't be getting their credit pulled. Right. Um, I've even seen it where, you can you can apply to go to a new gym, and they're going to pull your credit. Really? Yeah, we don't want to see that because now I've got to get a letter of explanation from the client right. stating what it was, was any new debt associated with it. We don't want to deal with that, so I like to do uh, what I call putting my clients on a ramen diet. Nice. Yep. 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 Don't spend any money. We want as much money in your bank account as possible. Put your credit cards away. Put, Just yeah, pay yeah. Them. Put them in the freezer. Right. And, and then once you're done, um, you get to. You get to pull them out of the freezer again, but until that period of time and Lay you're done selling, you're laying low. That's right. right. Nice. All right. Let's zoom ahead to closing day. Well, three days before closing day, we get from you guys. What do we get? We get a CD. Um, and so what that is, is it essentially starts what we like to call the trid time frame. Uh, until you get a CD from your lender um, and, and three days has passed, you don't get to close. Right. It's a legal obligation that we have. So we want to make sure we're getting that to you as quickly as possible. Um, that way you can get a review. We like to sometimes do what's called an initial CD, 
where these might not be your totally balanced numbers. We're going to be working on that with the title company, but we want to make sure that the trade time frame has started so that we're not holding up the closing in any way, shape or form. Yes. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> so, so when we get that CD or the clear to close as we realtors like to call it, we, uh, we get to schedule that three days out mm-hmm. and that, um, that means we're scheduling with the title company, somebody I haven't even mentioned throughout this process, but when the whole deal starts to go down, I send all the paperwork to the title company and their main focus here in Michigan is to handle all the monetary transfers and to fund everything. So title is sort of working in the background. There's, there really nobody that, um, that my clients have talked to. I, I just, uh, no, and, not and, much anyway. No. And that yeah. would be, you know, the title, a title company, um, is someone that you can technically chat for. Um, but generally speaking, um, unlike a real estate agent or a lender, people don't, you know, no one has a bunch of buddies in the title industry, right? Once in a while, somebody comes in and says, I really have always used this title company and I really like them. And I'm like, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, multiple home purchasers, um, investors, things of that nature, uh, might have their, their favorite title company, but no, a title company is, is also there to make sure that, uh, that there's no other claims of ownership to the property. Exactly. The title's clear. Yeah. yeah, That's (laughs) so, so yeah. So, so when a client is, uh, while they're not particularly involved with it, it 100% is a very important part of the process. Process. It's just not one that a client is generally involved in, right? Which is kind, why kind of a necessary evil that they they yeah, don't really see. Exactly, yeah. and I'm hoping that my my clients trust my title choice because my people are excellent. That's right. And you know, I've had people travel to the ends of the far, far ends of the UP, and then announce to me a couple of days before closing that they're not going to be able to make it back for the closing. And my title company has actually managed to find a closer in the most remote place in the UP to make sure that that got done. Hey, I mean, that's the, that's that's what they're there to do is to, to facilitate the closing. So if they can find a mobile notary and yeah. uh, everything can be set up, then, I mean, that's that's a great title company. Yeah. That's what we're looking Fantastic. for. Fantastic. So let's, um, three days later, we've got our closing day. What to expect on that's, closing day? That's the big day. That's the big so, day. So closing day. Uh, at, right now, it's a little bit different. Uh, generally speaking, uh, there'd be a couple more seats at the table. I might be at a closing table uh, to answer any questions, particularly for a first-time home buyer. Um, but right now, what to expect? Um, you, you've got your your identification, uh, your driver's license. Uh, obviously, right now you're bringing a mask in with you. Right. Um, you've got, I would say, from thirty to forty-five minutes ahead of you of of signing. A ton of documents. Most of them you've already signed before. You've already seen them before. Um, but you're gonna you're be your hand signing them for the title company. Um, and at the end of it, once all is said and done, you get to walk away with a, a nice, neat package from the title company with all your important documents. And uh, unless there's a, a you know a negotiation on, on occupancy, you've got your your keys. You are now a homeowner. Exactly. I find um, that sometimes closing day isn't quite as exciting as people expect it to be. Like, I think they want, uh, <laughs> they think there's going to be some party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Generally speaking, you know, there's uh, we don't we don't have fireworks or anything like that, um, or or balloons. But you know, maybe a nice closing gift for the client. Yeah. Um, no, I I find that particularly with first time home buyers, um, there's a lot of anxiety. Yes. Um, I know that when I purchased my first home and I walked into the closing table, uh, I. Um, and this was just when I got into lending, I kind of thought, boy, I hope this happens. Is there something that at the last minute, am I going to be signing documents and somebody says, you know, comes in and says, stop the process. Uh, no, I mean, this is, um, and that's why we like to front load everything. We like to do all the, the, the homework up front, getting the, the, that documentation from a client to make sure that 
once we've got everything, they're pre-approved and they're they're done with underwriting, they don't need to worry about it anymore. What what they can worry about is what they're going to do with the house. They should be excited. You're, you're purchasing what, what amounts to the largest uh, investment that you're probably making in your life. Right. Um, so it should be an exciting period of time. But yeah, a lot of time there's, there's a little bit of anxiety, but um, oh, it's an, an, it's an exciting period of time. And again, you, you sit down for 30 to 45 minutes, you sign a ton of documents and uh, while it's a, a bit anticlimactic in the, in that sense of it, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, in the grand scheme of things uh, uh, yeah, you get to walk away from the table with, you know, be, being, being a new homeowner. That's pretty exciting. I would always uh, recommend people wire their money bef- the day before or get their cashier's check. Yeah, absolutely. Just mm. to make sure. Um, and there's different different ways that funds can be sourced. Um, and sometimes there can be, you know, let's say a three-day hold. So we always want to make sure that we are, we are ahead of the game on that one. Absolutely. I'll tell you, last week I had clients coming in from uh, Virginia. And where they were coming from, there was no Wells Fargo, which is who they bank with. And they got to here and they thought, well, we'll just get, they drove all night long. And they're like, well, we'll go to the Wells Fargo here and transfer the money or get a cashier's check for closing. And um, there's no Wells Fargo there in are, Michigan. There are no yeah. Wells Fargo's in Michigan. Nope. So there was a little delay, I'll I, say. I think I've sent clients down to, it's, I think it's Indiana is where the closest ones are. It's pretty we've, far. We've, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, they're, they're not particularly excited to, to no. hear that news. Uh, so no, we, we want to make sure all those details are, are taken care of uh, ahead of time so that the, their money's there at the closing table, mm-hmm. my money's there at the closing table, and uh, you know everyone gets to distribute the funds, seller walks away with their, with their check, and uh, everyone's happy. In this particular case, they weren't taking occupancy right away anyway, uh, so we, we were able to handle it. It was no big deal. Sure. Nothing was delayed, which is pretty awesome. But I think that kind of wraps up our entire um, home, home buying timeline. Which was our big goal for today? Sure, yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's uh, there's it's quite involved, but at the end of the day, it's it's fairly simple, uh, you know. So um, let's just go over like next week. I, uh, our next week topic is going to be what your lender does for you. So just for warning you, that's going to be mostly you, Clayton. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for uh, joining us for our very first. Uh, podcast. I hope this was informative and mildly entertaining. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to subscribe to learn a little bit more about real estate every week. Thinking of buying or selling real estate in the Ann Arbor area? Reach out to Clayton Kendrick at Academy Mortgage or me, Mitty Matthews of the Arbor Move team over here at the Moore Group. For your home search needs, head for arbormove.com and find your dream home today.